Welcome to Creatively Christian, a podcast by Theophany Media, where we inspire, inform, educate, and empower creative Christians of all types. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Hollingsworth. On today's podcast, Sergio Cariello, a comic artist and illustrator for the Action Bible, shares his journey of choosing the right opportunities with God's help. Welcome to Creatively Christian. I'm your host, Bill Brooks, bringing you another Creative Christian. Our guest this week is, he has illustrated for Marvel and DC Comics. He's currently an illustrator and instructor, excuse me, for Kubert School for Comics and Cartooning. He has illustrated The Son of Samson for Zondervan Publishing and Adventures in Odyssey for Focus for the Family, but most notably, he is the illustrator for the Action Bible, which has sold 1.8 million copies in America and approximately 55 million books worldwide, and also has been reissued for its 10-year anniversary. It's my pleasure to introduce Sergio Cariello. Welcome, Sergio. Thank you so much, Bill. Pleasure to be here. So I must say, before we get into any questions, uh, your book, I'm going to call it your book, but (laughs) (laughs) I know it was, here it is. Here's the copy that my daughter used when she Uh was, must have been close to 10 years ago. She's 15 now. So uh, that, that was her introduction to actually reading the Bible. We gave her many Bibles without pictures, but uh, this one is the one that she actually read. So that's awesome. uh, And uh, we're working on my son as well. He likes the pictures. Um, He's working on understanding what the rest of it means, but, uh, and also you've been an inspiration to me as well, because I have been working on my own biblical comics. So uh, thank you very much for doing all that you do and continue you've done and continue to do as well. Um, do you have any testimonies that people have told you about the book from their experience? Yes. Um, I just attended a summit from the, the word of life ministries. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but Jack Wordson, uh, initiated that ministry, uh, Many years ago, and uh, they had um, uh, Word of Life camps in, in Recife, Brazil, where, where I came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the so they had a summit in Clearwater with uh, the fruit of their ministry and me being one of them because George Tice with Harry Bobeck, they went to Brazil to start a ministry, which I went, which I attended when I was a kid, and I, I went to the Bible Institute. And also dedicated my life to Christ because of their ministry. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, so they invited me to uh, give a, my testimony to uh, over 100 people that possibly could be donors to, for the ministry because of the success of the Action Bible. And uh, interesting enough, George Ty's granddaughter. Uh, gave her life to Christ because of the action Bible. So it's a full circle uh, of God's, uh, you know, ministering uh, through them to me and me ministry back to their granddaughter of um, a a ministry leader who has passed is already with the Lord. But so I I heard a lot of great testimonies from grandparents coming to my table uh, when we had lunch or breaks and, um, you know, a lot of folks with similar stories like yours of their grandsons or their sons getting interested in the Bible because of the actual Bible. Uh, so I, I, I constantly keep listening to this in summits such as this, conventions, emails. I get letters from kids. Um, so it's very encouraging to see what God has done through uh, this book. Awesome. I asked my daughter if she had any questions for you. She didn't say, she says she had no questions, but just tell him that he's cool. <laughs> From a teenager, awesome. that was very high praise. <laughs> That's awesome. 
that's fantastic. All right. So, uh, so how did, uh, what we do on our podcast is we have, uh, four categories of questions. Uh, first one is inform, inspire, educate, and empower. So the, the first questions, these questions will be about informing our audience. Uh, how did you get into the comics business? When I was five years old, I, I told my parents that I wanted to be a cartoonist. So I knew right off the bat that I wanted to do this. When I was 11, I was already published in a local newspaper wow. in, in Recife, Brazil, because my mother worked in a bank that one guy was a columnist and he needed characters done for uh, his columns. So I drew caricatures for him and the uh, responsible for the supplement of, of all the comic strips uh, wanted me to draw something for them. And I created this character, Frederico the Detective, and I was 11. So I worked through that until I was 14. Then uh, at 18, I found found out about the Kubert School, Joe Kubert School of Graphic Arts in Dover, New Jersey, in the back of a Batman comic book in the airport, because we, in Brazil, we had translated comics, black and white. There, there would be supplements of three or four issues put into one. If I wanted to see the, the, the current continuity, I would have to go to the airport and then read the American English comics all the time. So, you know, Spider-Man was still with um, uh, Steve Ditko in, in my country. But when I went to the airport, Spider-Man was being drawn by Ross Andrew, wow. uh, you know, uh, later on uh, artists. And So is that old? I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I saw the ad and I knew that uh, I, I just had an, uh, 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 an assurance in my head, in my heart, that I was going to attend that school. So I started to learn English and save money. And because George Tice, that man who I talked previously of having the ministry at World of Life, he moved to, to be the director of World of Life in upstate New York. He heard of my uh, walk with the Lord and he gave me a scholarship to attend the World of Life Bible Institute in, in upstate New York. And I oh. went there. And from there, I applied to the Cuban school. I got accepted by Joe Cuban himself over the, over the phone. Wow. Then I went to, to work uh, for a church in Manhattan, Pastor Tom Harris, uh, while I, I attended the school. Then my brother, had a, he was working for a small company called Caliber Press, and he was doing H.P. Lovecraft adaptations. Wow. There was one story, Dagon, that he couldn't do. I said, my brother's an American, so why don't you try him? I got to work on that, got me exempted from some homeworks from the Cuba school. Yeah. Then got me a job at a Marvel bullpen as a letterer. And because I was drawing the pages, Marvel gave me work. And then I had to quit the, 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 the bullpen to work at home as a freelancer to work for DC. So David C. Cook saw my work on a Glory to God comic that I did. And because uh, they saw that I drew for Marvel and DC also, they thought... Um, while they were looking for somebody to revamp the, the picture Bible from the 70s, which I read when I was a kid in Brazil in black and white. Um, and that's how I got the, the, the action Bible because they saw my drive, Jesus carrying the cross. And they said, we, I think we found our artist. So that's in a, you know, in a nutshell, my career right there. So they chose you because they saw a, a cross picture at a, a convention that you had drawn? Is that, is that correct? I, uh, while I was at the Cuba school, there was a fellow brother in Christ, Alex Stevens, who had a book called Glory to God. And he asked me, Sergio, would you be willing to draw for my book? I said, sure. And I, I drew Jesus carrying a huge cross. Right. So I brought that uh, drawing to conventions and, and people would be really ministered to just by looking at the picture. And then two other brother, brothers in Christ had me uh, publish that picture in their publications and David C. Cook, while, was, while they were looking for somebody to revamp the old 1970s picture Bible, right. like they, they looked through Proverbs and Parables, a book that had my drawing, 
uh, also from another uh, ministry, Nate Butler, uh, I think. Um, and they, when they saw that picture of Jesus in black and white carrying the cross, they said that the art team was um, uh, Bob Delapine and Mary McNeil back in 2006. And they, they look at it and, and they say, I think we found our artists. So they emailed me, asked, would you be willing to, re to revamp the picture? I said, yes. <laughs> so they gave me a tryout to do. It was a Samson Pages. Uh, no, no, it was David and Goliath Pages. Uh -huh. They gave me two weeks to do um, uh, one or two pages. And uh, the next day, I submitted pencil, ink, colored, and lettered. So I knocked them out of their seat, but they had to wait for the other contestants to apply for the, for wow. the job. Wow. But they, they, they were so enthused about my submission that they created a video with their voices over my drawing wow. and sent it over to the upper management at WC Cooks and that's the guy who we want. <laughs> but they had to tell me, unfortunately, we have to wait for the other contestants to submit their work. That's and, right. Uh, so that's how uh, I got to do the, the actual Bible. Wow, that is sounds like God's hand was was working. Absolutely, absolutely. So at eleven years old, it took you, excuse me, it took me five whole years to find yourself at, at five to, to find <laughs> what you were doing. Yeah. Uh, some of us go to school and take off from school and go back to school, and uh, so at eleven years old, you must have had an agent to get you that job. Who was the, your, your agent who got you that job at the newspaper? That was um, because of my, my mom worked for a bank that had a columnist that I mentioned uh, that worked for the, the newspaper um, that had a supplement. When they saw the characters that I did for Paolo Cravedo, that, that was the, the columnist's name, uh, Lola, she was in charge of the uh, children section of the, the paper and she asked my mom why don't you have your son do something for our newspaper mm -hmm. and I created this uh, comic strip Frederico the detective uh -huh. um, and it was published every week and it was alongside Flash Gordon uh, Peanuts and, and all of the famous one Popeye and Sergio wow. right there. Wow. but only in, in the local paper uh, of the states that I was from Pernambuco, right. uh, Recife, uh, Brazil. Yes. Incredible. So how supportive were your parents uh, of your my, 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 my father wanted me to, to, to be a, uh, a pilot from the Air Force uh, or something more honorable than being a cartoonist. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't believe that there was a future in it. But my mom, she supported me more. Uh, and she was more uh, cheerful of my choice, uh, and but my father ended up uh, supporting my decision to come to Word of Life America right. and then to go to school, even to help me financially. And and I remember because of my Bible studies, I learned something. Romans eight twenty eight: All things work together for those who love God for those uh -huh. who are called according to his purpose. So I learned in a very young Christian walk to praise God for everything. So even though my, fa my, my father was against my plans, I told God, God, I praise you for the father you gave me. It is him because you decided. So I praise you for it. So uh -huh. I started praising every time I saw something that I didn't like, like his no support of me. I, I, I would just praise God for his no support and believing that God was in charge of everything. Right. And God changed my father's heart. And I believe my attitude of praising God for everything got me uh, places that I wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Our parents just want our best, that they have our best interests in mind. But yeah. <laughs> not a bad right. job. The airline pilot, I mean, uh, Air Force pilot is not a bad job. So No, no, no. Of course not. Of course not. But. But it wouldn't. It would not be extra Bible if I was piloting planes out there. <laughs> yeah. So you broke into Marvel by doing lettering, uh, and nobody else wanted to. Uh, I heard a story that uh, 
you were a second year student at Qbert. Right. And the third year students didn't want to bother with a lettering job. Right. Because they wanted to, you know, be the rock star and, and draw the, the superheroes. Right. But you broke in doing lettering. Uh, how can, what can we learn from that? Is there a lesson there? Yes, a, a very good lesson. Um, as in our walk, we must be uh, ready to recognize opportunities. And they come disguised uh, in humble positions. So if we sit in the back seat, it's better than waiting until we have a front seat vacancy. Yeah, It's better to get in and sit in the back and wait for your time to come to the front. Yep. The lettering job was not even a lettering job. It was a ghost lettering job, which makes it oh. worse in, in the mind of, the, pri of right. the proud. Because not only you're not the rock star of the book, <laughs> um, you're not going to show, your name is not going to show in the book because you are a ghost. Right. A ghost is a letter that nobody knows exists. Uh, you work in-house and you, you, you ghost somebody else's lettering. So we had to learn to ghost every professional lettering, official letterer wow. of the, all the books. Wow. They all had their different styles and wow. they had their names on their books. We didn't. We ghosted them. Whenever there was a mistake on the, on the, on the text or change of script, change of title, whatever the case before going off to, to the printers, we were the ghost behind the scene um, bullpen of Marvel. And, you know, students at the Cuba school going to school to be rock star pencilers, they don't want to be ghosts. They want right. to be exactly. in the front seat. Yeah. I saw that as an opportunity, especially because I was already lettering, penciling, and inking. They got, they gone for Caliber Press, a small company that my brother can draw for right and i and i and i was doing for free with this company uh and i was already exempt from some of the homeworks of my teachers at the cuba school because i was drawing for a comic book company right and i i, I even had one teacher and three students to work for me um so when i saw that uh marvel was offering that the third year nobody was interested i heard that they didn't come to me i just heard in hallways it was like the dog waiting for the crumbs to come from the from yeah, the table exactly and so i took my lettering assignments from high eisman who is still alive and he draws popeye wow. and he taught me to letter better for the, for everything that I was doing at the time so i took my lettering assignments went to new york city i i skipped class the next day went to new york city and i um somehow i went straight to virginia romita the wife of John Mita Sr., very, uh, he was a art director at Marvel Comics at the time, indoors, but he was a famous Spider-Man artist in the 60s. Yep. Uh, but Virginia, his wife, was the boss of the bullpen. Oh. Uh, and she hired me on the spot just by looking at my lettering. Wow. And, and I called Joe Kubert. <laughs> and I quit the school, basically saying that, you know, I had the school as a means to an end. And I was already at the end. So I, I, there's no reason for me to go back to school. Wow. So you don't so have a degree? Was, I don't have a degree. So, wow. but, but because of my endeavor, Joe Kubert hired me to teach at his school. Wow. <laughs> so I, I, you know, because of my success, Joe hired me and I taught there for seven years um, before I moved to Florida. And I even helped Joe in his correspondence courses, uh, being a ghost Joe. So I, I did corrections from people all over the seas, uh, critiquing their assignments, being submitted from all over the world to their uh, the school. And Joe would give me 13 assignments a week to critique. And I would do exactly if he did it. I imitated his lettering and everything. Uh, and Wizard Magazine published some of the assignments that I critiqued and they gave credit to Joe Kubrick. So, wow. And I was a, I was a ghost. So... <laughs> So I've, I've been a ghost uh, enough, and, and the Lord said, okay, enough being ghost. I'm going to take you to the front seat and give you a book that's going to be more famous than Captain America and Batman. <laughs> so let's go into the Inspire uh, section, because uh, so I've also seen that God told you, this is a quote, you said that God said you're going to draw Superman for, and Batman for a little while but wait, I have something bigger for you. 
So uh, first of all, how did he speak to you? Uh, do you does he speak to you often? Um, I have many questions about that. <laughs> um, I'm a very creative, I have a very creative mind. Uh, and um, I, I didn't hear God's voice audibly the way I said it. I, I just uh, uh, knew in my heart because of my faith in him mm -hmm. that he uh, created good works for me to walk in them before the foundation of the earth. And because I know that he makes all things work together for my good, I know he's in charge. So whenever doors open and doors close, to me, they're the same thing because God is in control. And when right. I have that faith that God is in control, I understand that, okay, I'm giving you this now. And because you don't have it anymore, it is my will that you don't because I have something bigger for you. Mm. Because I know that God gave me the action Bible to draw. I know that God gave me Marvel comics to draw. I know that he did gave me everything that I drew to draw. And I, and I know that whenever I didn't have something, it was not mine to have. As a student once asked me, how can you teach us, your students, your future competitors to rob a job that might be yours in the future. Uh -huh. And I told them, you won't. Because what is mine, nobody can take it. Uh -huh. And what is yours, you better be ready to receive it. Because if you don't, somebody will. So uh, where it says in Acts, it says, uh, God sets the times and places where you will live and where you will work. Do you believe that is specific or general to uh, the some people believe it's a specific like i will live on this street and work at this location uh some people believe it's like the the general time the general era and the uh the general uh country that you're going to live in uh how do you believe that which which one of those do you believe what if i believe uh, ask me the question again because i missed the first part so uh where it says God will God sets the times and places where you will live and where you will work in Acts. Uh, I can't. Okay. It. No, I trust you. <laughs> okay. Um, so some people believe that's a specific times and places, and some people believe that's a general times and places. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Okay. What I believe is this. I believe that. Uh, first of all, we need to start from the Bible. And then if the Bible tells me in, in Ephesians that I created good works for you to walk in them, I must believe that if I'm doing some good works, he created that for me to do. Okay, that's that sounds right. Psalm 139 says, I wrote every day of your life in my book before any of them came to be. Uh -huh. If I believe that to be true, then if I know that I'm doing God's will and what I do using my gifts, I know that he wrote those for me to do them. If I'm walking with Christ and I'm praying and asking, Lord, give me this job if it is your will. Uh, if he puts a desire in my heart to, to go uh, and the door opens, I believe that he has given me that. If I, if I have desire to do something, but it's not mine, I believe that he did not give me that. Yeah. So in my, in my mind, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that um, we have to go step by step. You know, today is what you know. Tomorrow, you don't. Yesterday is gone. But today, uh, I know that I must do this page. Tomorrow, I don't know what page I'm going to do. Right. But today I have an assignment. Somebody gave it to me. I accepted it. I have joy in my heart to do it. And I walked right through it and I saw God's hand blessing it. Uh, because I also believe that if we study God's word, okay, we are like a tree planted by the river and we'll bear fruit in the proper time. Psalm 1. Right? Right. So believe in the, believe in the Bible and putting them together in your in your mind knowing that he's working together all things working together for my good he uh i know what thoughts i have for you um i 
trusting me, uh, please me, worship me, praise me, and I'll satisfy the desires of your heart. Um, do not be conformed to this world, but in everything, um, you know, praise him, uh, whatever you do, do as if you're doing for, for him, right. unto him. So yeah. even if you're, I was a uh, military in Brazil, I was a soldier. I believe that God wanted me there. And I believe that God used authority over me. And th those authorities were placed over me because God wanted them to be my, uh, my, my leaders. So I, I obeyed them as if, I, as if they worked for God. Right. So having all these uh, mindset, uh, biblically uh, sound in how you walk, uh, determines if you if you place if your task if your day is from God or not because if you don't follow any of that you're not going to have peace you're not going to be happy you're not going you're not going to be using your gifts God is not being glorified and you're not seeing the fruit of your hands um, so I believe that if you walk day by day, Seeking his face, seeking him. For example, when I did the Action Bible, it was not only drawing a comic book like I draw Captain America and Batman. I was right. drawing Jesus, I was drawing Moses, I was drawing Samson, I was drawing Mary, I was drawing the disciples, historical figures that had an were impacted by God Himself. So when I was, was drawing the pages, I sometimes had to stop and worship. Wow, because it, it talked to me. Yeah. So I believe that there was an anointing in the book by the way that God gave me and the, the way, by the way that God inspired me and by the way that I received it and allowed it to minister to me first before I could be used so it can minister to others. So it, it, it is a, a ripple effect that, it, that affected me first, but it has been around the world to millions of kids who have been impacted the same way I was impacted when I was a kid, reading the picture Bible. And I was impacted again by drawing it, revamping it. Yeah. And, and now delivering it back to God's hand to bless and do what he wants, the good works, the good fruits, to bear fruit. So I don't know if I answered your question, but <laughs> I, I, I think it's like, you know, you just sit tight, trust God, do things unto him as if you're working. Whatever, you, whatever it is, uh, if it's a McDonald's Philippine Burgers, do it for, for the Lord and be happy. And if you have a desire in your heart to do something different, he's going to germinate. He's going to increase the dream and he's going to bring opportunities. But he must be alert to, to spot them because they come disguised as not huge doors, but small windows. But right. if you see that God may be in it, you walk towards it. If it is God's will, that door will be open. And then mm. you walk right through it. Mm. And you keep obedience step by step, day by day. And then he will increase your faith in trusting him more and more. Excellent. Awesome. Uh, that, that answered so many more questions than the one I answered. <laughs> that was all okay. gold. Uh, so the, the action by... The Action Bible is based on the Picture Bible back in the 1970s, which I think, I believe that I remember my mom reading that to me when I was a kid. Um, and today, uh, 2020, uh, they published a 10-year uh, anniversary. 10-year anniversary version of the Action Bible. What, what is different in this version than there was in the previous version? We added, added more as more stories. Yeah, we added more stories. Uh, we inserted uh, more pages uh, within existing stories, and we revamped some pages that I believed could be told uh, strongly, strong, uh, uh, more powerfully, if done in a different way. Like, for example, the walking through the Dead Sea. Uh, I believe that it would be better. On a double page spread instead of fit, trying to fit yeah. the 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 you know the Dead Sea in one page, right? I suggested why not make a double page spread yeah. so we have a, a a more dynamic feel of the immensity of this Dead Sea opening up and the 
people of God walking right in the, in the middle of that uh, dry land. So they took a lot of advice from me uh, and they um, also uh, read the feedback that they got from thousands of readers over the years. And they decided it is time to do a revamp of the revamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that uh, I, I have not seen the, the new version of the Action Bible yet, but for those of you who want to, go to amazon.com and look up Action Bible. Uh, make sure you're getting the 2020 version, not the 2010. Just get them both. It wouldn't hurt to get yeah. them both. Um, so when you draw your secular comics, your uh, Captain America, Superman, Batman, do you feel like you're being a tent maker like Paul was being? And uh, do you feel like uh, the Action Bible is your ministry and the other comics are making tents in order to make money for your family? Um, I think the answer to, 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 to say yes, uh, it would be too simple. Um, because um, we can glorify God even if we, don't, we are not aware of it. Uh, I believe that great musicians, even if they're not aware of it, they glorify God and their, cap their talents. Uh, when I see good oh. work, I see good work that glorifies the Lord, even though they're not uh, labeling it, but God is being glorified. Because uh, good works is good works. Um, Jesus said that he is the way, the truth, and the life. If there's truth in a work, Jesus is, is in it. If there's uh, life in a work, Jesus is in it. If there's beauty in a work, Jesus is in it. Even yeah. if the author is not, is not aware of it. For example, the actor of Jesus of Nazareth, who played Jesus uh, in the 70s, uh, he was not a Christian. He was not uh -huh. a born-again born uh, Christian. He even uh, had a few smokes in, in, in the breaks in between scenes. And um, not that if you smoke, you're not a Christian. I'm, I'm just uh, uh, saying what I, what I, what I learned from uh, I read about him and about his testimony on, or, or his report on filming the film. When he did the Sermon on the Mount, he memorized a text. So he was obviously not thinking about tents and not thinking about ministry, but yeah. he was doing his job. But God glorified his word through that man mm -hmm. because the villages in the area, they were so touched by not even learning, knowing English, they were touched and moved in such a powerful way. Even the crew I heard was crying because God's presence was so powerful in something that, that Jesus was in it. So it was God's word. It was God's setting. It was a. It was. It was all God's idea. Uh, and uh, you know, man may take credit for doing a great movie about this carpenter, but if there's truth in it, if there's beauty in it, if there's life in it, God is in it. So whatever I, I've done for comics, I did with the same passion, uh, believing in that character, Batman and Captain America, and. And all of the books that I've illustrated, I, I, I did them with passion and a desire as if I'm doing unto the Lord. So I'm not putting them down, um, but they are temporal. They're entertaining. Yeah. And they may have a good story sometimes, and they may be violent sometimes. Not the, the, the greatest. We watch all kinds of movies, right? Uh, and some movies we like more than others, and some, some movies we have some laughs. But... I believe that whatever you do, if you do it unto the Lord, uh, you, you, God can be glorified. So they're not only tents, but they're uh, glorified tents. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Tabernacles. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I heard a story that your, one of your colorists became a believer because of uh, going through the Action Bible and coloring it. Yes, I, I, I remember that story, but I forgot who, who it was. Um, but I remember that story. I remember him telling me that because I hired seven colorists to help me uh, to do the, or the first uh, action, uh, action Bible and two or three letters. Uh, so it was a lot of work uh, to, yeah. to keep producing because I, my studio, meaning you know, Sergio Cariello 
Studio Inc. Yep. Provided Cook with a uh, whole package. Uh, 743 so pages, by have, the way. What is that? 743 pages in this book. Yeah, that's right. And simultaneously, while I was drawing the action Bible, I was drawing the Lone Ranger for Dynamite. And I was drawing Son of Samson for Zondervan. So I did 20 pages, pencils and inks of Lone Ranger a month, 27 pages a month for Cook, and then 50 pages a month for Zondervan. Wow. So I was, I was busy. <laughs> a little bit. Yes. Uh, I, I'm floored by your... your... So your wife uh, took off quit her job in order to help you is that correct that's correct when when i she if you all the spotted black that you see in the action bible yeah. is her hand uh using the brush filling them in i would put axes in them and then she'll fill them up and everybody that visit visit us i'll put them to work erasing past uh, pages uh scanning pages formatting right. pages yeah uh the in-laws you know uh, erase this page uh, so I, I got everybody busy because there was a lot of work to do, a lot of work to do. So do they work as ghosts or do they get credit in the, <laughs> they were ghosts, <laughs> they were ghosts. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Uh, so how long did it take to create the original action Bible and how long did it take to create the new one? Uh, the, the original ones were three years. Um, and the new one was. Um, less than a year. I forgot to count how how how, how long it took me to do the, the the new one, but I remember I had to go and speed up the process by the end of the deadline. I was I was getting backed up because as a freelancer, I get sometimes five jobs to do simultaneously. Right, right. It it's crazy. All right, so let's go into the educate portion of. The interview so this is let's get, uh, do some how to uh how do you sketch your layouts how do you do some uh, thumbnails and then you push them around on, on little cards that's a very good question as a matter of fact i was just teaching my students last night how do i interpret comic book scripts <laughs> uh-huh. and their first assignment for next week is going to be giving me uh thumbnails on a given script and uh, by the way, I gave them a long range of script to do. Um, the way I do them, I get the script. I, I create a booklet and I put the script on the right because I'm lefty. I put the drawing four by six on the left, either on paper in case I want to draw in a sofa or some other places at airplane or, or in a hotel or at home in a tablet or even in, in the next room where I have paper and stuff. So either way, uh, uh, I draw small four by six in pencil. And then uh, after I do the thumbnail, rough out all the blacks and all the perspective and the expressions, the poses, the size of the panels, I plan as I read, I, I, I picture in my mind how I want the scene to be. and and then from that, I blow it up to 11 by 17 paper, right, right? either a tablet or original paper, because I, I enjoyed doing both. Uh, I, I still like the smell of the ink mm -hmm. and the fill and, and the smell of the graphite and getting my hands dirty right. and doing it. Uh, but I also like the advantage of the, of the tablet. Uh, so I, I work either way. And one does not eliminate the other because... If I do something on a tablet, I can finish on the paper or and vice versa. Sometimes I do something on a paper and when I scan it, I want to change something. I can change on a tablet, uh, but I enjoy uh, doing that process. Draw small from the script, uh, roughly with all the problems solved already small. Right. And when I enlarge it, I already have all my problems solved as, as far as uh, darkening the, the shading and the planning of the perspective and what to place where and how the actors are playing out to each other. So I just, I go through a tightening up of their roughs with pencil or blue pencil. 
and then go straight to inks, either brush and dip pens or the tablet. Right. So you mentioned uh, your students. What kind of things have you learned from your students or what have you learned from teaching your students? Okay, now that I, because of the pandemic, I was hired back to teach uh, through a, uh, a Google Meet. Uh, right. So it's digital uh, class. But before moving to Florida, I taught seven years at the Cuba School. Uh, and I taught several subjects, but the, 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 the mainly uh, time that I taught there, I taught life drawing. So I learned more teaching than I learned when I was a student. Mm. Uh, because when you teach, you have to learn how you know what you know. And you have to learn how to pass on to others what you already know in your head. So by learning how you know what you know, you end up learning even more why you do it the way you do. And, what, and, 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 and it's also effective to have an interaction, a live interaction with students because you, you meet a lot of creative uh, uh, powers that uh, many of my students became uh, well-known artists in, in, in the industry. And I could see some of them. Uh, and so they taught me, they inspired me with their inspiration. Uh, and being with other teachers and me around uh, companies, uh, Marvel, DC, and people visiting, editors coming to see portfolios, uh, all the conventions, everything inspires me. Uh, so I, I, I keep downloading images of artists from, from uh, all over the place. Uh, and there's no different without computers. I, I would still make copies uh, of artists when I worked in the bullpen and when I worked at the Cuba school, I'll, 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 I'll uh, take pictures of copies of anything that inspired me. So uh, some students can even point out certain, certain things. Sergio, what about this? And I, and, and I would in class say, your idea is better than mine. I'm going to use it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have a problem in, in recognizing sometimes my wife tells me, why don't you do this? And then, that's right. <laughs> you are so good, and and she she's a ghost, but she doesn't no credit. But That's boy, right. but she's a uh, you know. So it's good to be open uh, for new ideas from from creative minds because creative minds also inspired by uh, yep. God. Amen. And they have something to add uh, to the plate. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So uh, how do you compare comic creation to movie creation? Okay. Uh, in a comic creation, you are everything. You are the photographer. You are the, the, the designer. You are the actor. You are the, the lighting guy. Uh, you, are, uh, you, you have many hats. Except and you design. put them all. Yeah. You put them all in and you play the part of many into one. Uh, movie is like animation. They have a, hundreds of people working together for a goal. And then you have some guys who try to make a group of people uh, in sync uh, with each other uh, by combining their talents together and blend them so it looks like one person did it. Uh, so yeah. a movie... It's very similar, uh, but the difference in comic books is instant gratification as opposed to three years uh, waiting for something um, to happen. Oh, if you do 700 pages, it's going to be three years. But you know what I mean? In a comic book, usually it's 20 pages, yeah. and you, you see the results a few months from now. In a movie, you have to wait uh, much longer for the, to eat the fruit, you know? So you bought something from Mexico uh, when you were drawing the Action Bible. Exactly what, do you remember what that is and do you still have it? Yes, it was the, a, a donkey jawbone from Spain, from Spain. Uh, oh, Spain. And from Spain, I had, there's a, a sticker from Spain because I wanted to feel how, how Samson would hold that, that jawbone. Right. Because uh, I, I, I wanted to, to think, how would I kill a thousand people with, <laughs> with, with this? 
how how uh, which part would I hold on to? Right. And I, I and I think he hold he held it by the teeth because then you have a a uh, much larger section. Um, I have it right here. Can I get it? Yeah, go ahead. One truth drop, but it, he won't need but it he, anymore. Here it is. Wow. Yeah, I think he would hold it this way. Wow. Because then you have this part, which is much larger. Yeah. Um, then you can really make some damage in, 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 uh, in your enemy. That is so believable. Uh, that is so. Yeah. Yeah. But you could hold it this way, too. Right. And then and this would cave in. I guess after a while, he, he tried different angles. Uh and both using both hands. Yeah. But this thing is heavy. Um and it's powerful. It yeah. is it, it makes so much sense that it could do so much damage to the amount of damage that it did. Right, right, right. Yeah. So also talk speaking about reference, uh I've also heard that you are a drone flyer and every city yes. that you go to, you have to get aerial visual reference. Yeah, I love I I love uh, flying drones, um, and that was because my wife she she loves uh, athletics, and she did a participated in a triathlon. Uh, triathlon. Yeah, triathlon. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, I went with her not to do anything but watch <laughs> and and be you know the companion there. For her, the support she needed and a tri-spectator stuff, whatever, a spectator and cheer, uh, cheerleader. Um, I didn't do well with the with the legs going up and down, but uh, <laughs> but I was there, and there was this guy with his team, and every time we went to a spot to do the next uh, contest, whatever, he would fly this drone from from a case. Wow! And I said, "What is that? It's a phantom." So I went when I went home. I I googled Phantom, and that was uh, back in 2013. So uh, I've taken drones to uh, because of the actual Bible. I've I bought I, I've gone to Turkey, to Australia, to um, uh, Canada, uh, and I took my drones to Turkey, to Canada. Uh, didn't take it to India, but it didn't take it to Africa. But uh, but when I can, I take it. Uh, and I love drawing. Uh, I, I love looking at the world from the Superman's point of view. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or from God's point of view. God's point of view, foremost. Yes. All right. Amen. So let's go to the empower section. Uh, what advice do you have for other creative Christians that want to be used by God? To or to be my, in tune. Yeah. My my advice to them is. To spend time in God's word. Um, it's like this. First uh, Thessalonians 5, 16, 17, 18. Pray without ceasing. Rejoice always and in everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus. So you wake up in the morning. You already should be talking to God. And you should be listening to some Christian music that uh, inspires you. And you should be memorizing scripture if you haven't in the past. Uh, but you should be reading scripture in a way that it changes your, your thinking. Uh, and then your, your logic uh, changes also. And then your attitude changes as well. If you, have a, if, you, if you had a bad temper like I did, the Holy Spirit changes that into something better mm. uh, and so forth. You, you allow God's word, you know, um, it's, it's, it's um, I think it's uh, 1 Corinthians 12, uh, 1 and 2. Um, uh, do not be conformed to this world, but be renewed in your mind. So, as living uh, sacrifices. Yeah. So, uh, huh? Living sacrifices. Uh, no, no. Do not be. Yeah, yeah. Living sacrifice. But yeah. Um, but it, don't be conformed to this world, but be renewed with 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 uh, God's word, so that you may know God's perfect, fitting, and pleasing will of God. So. You allow God's word to change your, your maps, right? Because before God, uh, without God, you have some type of uh, maps in your thinking, your attitude, 
when something bad happens, oh yeah, if you have a different attitude, okay, God, thank you. I don't understand it, but I'm going to praise you for it. I recognize you. Uh, recognize, if you recognize God in all your ways, acknowledge him in all your ways, he would straighten your paths. Mm. Uh, so the God's word must be in you. So when life happens, your response is different uh, than somebody who doesn't know God's word. Mm. And they, they run elsewhere to drinking, to smoking, to drugs or other things to compensate for the lack of knowing what to do, which is lack of wisdom. So if you know God's word, you kind of sense God before the enemy punches. You're already sensing that he's coming and you, and you, and you already know the enemy's moves and you understand people coming at you. You already have a discerning spirit that is not him you're fighting. You're fighting something behind him that is causing him to do that that is uh, not pleasing to you. So don't fight him, but acknowledge the one behind and the one above all. I, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I would say that if you walk with Christ and if you read God's word and you allow it to be in your mind constantly, then you're going to have good inspiration and good decision-making and good uh, sensors uh, to recognize right opportunities right. that come your way because then God can direct you uh, if you move uh, in, in his uh, 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 GPS. If you move within uh. his GPS, uh, if you miss a turn, he's going to say recalculating. <laughs> and then you'll go back to, to the path. If you don't read God's word, if you don't pray, if you don't rejoice, if you don't recognize that you must live the present, not uh, stop being um, sorry for the past and stop worrying for the future. Live your present, be there present and enjoy creation, enjoy things that you have today and do the best you can today and tomorrow will come. That's my, that's my theme. Uh, my, my, my uh, uh, settings. Uh, that's what I set the specification in my head. Right. Do not worry about tomorrow. Because, no. uh, sorry, Matthew 7, do not worry about what you'll eat or what you drink or what tomorrow, because uh, worry. I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Do not worry about tomorrow. Yeah. You don't have to memorize exactly the way it is, but you understand something. I should not worry because when I look at the, the birds, I walk my dog so many times a day. And then I call my mom when, I, when, I, when I'm walking and when I'm biking, and she can hear the birds uh, singing. Yeah. And, um, and I tell her, she, every, every being that has breath praises the Lord. So they're actually praising, and they are so fearless. They are so unafraid uh, of living, and they just fly and do their thing. The lizards and all the animals, they just know their God. They know they're creative. Uh, so you have to be looking. Jesus says, you know, look at the lilies, look at the birds, look at so basically saying, you know, look around you. I mean, I I make the world and the earth turn, and the earth is placed in such a, a correct position. If it was closer to the sun, we'll die fried. If it was yeah, farther yeah. away, we'll die frozen. Yeah. So I know how to operate the, the universe. Everything is so perfectly fit. Uh, why worry? Why? Uh, if God is so, uh, if he says not even one bird falls without his consent, right. you know, how much more you are, uh, are not important to him. Uh, so that faith in a God, as Jesus said that everything is under his feet and all things he brings into conformity to his will that it might be fulfilled in his proper time. So, it's like watching a, a movie of the good guy and bad guy, and you know the good guy is going to win at the end. Yeah, yeah. The only thing is, when we're watching a movie, we just hope that, that we knew somebody like that. But we do. We do. And Jesus is the most 
powerful superhero you can ever imagine. Yep. Amen. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's get. <laughs> I feel embarrassed to ask this question. You got so spiritual and now I'm gonna ask you about uh, which application do you like uh, Procreate or Clip Studio Paint? No, that's a great question. Uh, I love Procreate and I, I didn't before, uh -huh. but I learned how to use it and then I loved it because now I can start something on my Cintiq right in front of me and I can finish on Procreate. Yeah. Or vice versa. I can start something Procreate and bring it to, to Cintiq over here. Uh, Clip Studio, for me, is great for circles, making things uh, perfectly uh, curved. Boom, uh, boom, boom. But uh, Clip Studio is not true vector. So if you're doing lettering, Illustrator is much better than uh, Clip Studio. And so I like using all tools uh, in my toolkit, uh, and I give their proper worth value for what it gives me. So I don't give up any of them all for sake of the other. I just use them all for my own sake. Amen. And uh, what are you working on in the future? What are you currently working on now? Uh, okay. Um, uh, it's 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 bad that I cannot say what <laughs> I'm working on because people ask me. You cannot talk about this. You cannot okay. talk about this. You cannot talk about this. Right. But I must I must tell you that I'm busy uh, drawing for Christians. Okay. Good. And uh, that is something that I enjoy most about uh, the feedback from doing having done the actual Bible is be able to be busy uh, glorifying the Lord more than and then making glorified tents amen <laughs> <laughs> yes amen amen uh so the action bible handbook oh by the way uh are there more peripherals along with the action bible just like there was before like there was i have a action bible handbook i have uh cards and a game in my house somewhere scattered around um are they going to be for me to tell you everything uh, that comes from the action bible brand uh, but they have uh, an immense number of things, and, and in, including foreign things that I get that they uh, sometimes don't bring it to the U.S. because it's low quality, and they say don't, don't, uh, yeah. Uh, so they have games overseas. They have, um, but here they have um, devotional coloring book card, uh, study Bible um and curriculum and quite a few things out there that i don't remember them all but it, it keeps growing the action bible brand keeps growing because of the demand of the brand amen yeah great amen uh amen let's let us pray we like to end our our interviews with prayer and then we'll sign off yes Father sir god Father God, thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to talk to Sergio Cariello. We pray for all of his endeavors. We thank you for uh, his workmanship and his hand uh, that you have used uh, to make the Action Bible accessible to everyone all over the world, to kids all over the world, and adults as well. And uh, I pray for ongoing success for him and inspiration to inspire others. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Uh, thank you, Sergio, for, for coming and uh, allowing us your time. And uh, it was, it's been an honor. It's been a privilege and an honor to talk to you about, about your career. Fantastic. Amen. This has been Bill Brooks with Creatively Christian. Join us next week when we bring you another Creative Christian. May God's grace be with you. Thanks so much for listening today. To find out all the resources that were mentioned in today's episode, be sure and check us out on our website at theophanymedia.com forward slash Sergio. Creatively Christian is a product of Theophany Media. You can find out more at theophanymedia.com. This show is hosted by Brandon Hollingsworth, Andrea Sandifer, Bill Brooks, and Lynn Baber. Our logo is by Bill Brooks. 
Our music is by Bill Brooks and Andrea Sandifer. And remember, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and share wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a blessed day and keep on creating for our Lord.